All right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, over on Twitter. And welcome back to another episode of Rare Fud Radio. On today's episode, we'll be going over some alpha. We don't have a whole lot going on in the market, but there are some news headlines to cover. Um, we do have some staking platforms live that we'll discuss there. Uh, Bubble Goose Ballers just announced their studio. We'll be talking about that today. Um, they've had a nice little rise over the past few days. Um, we'll be talking about a few other things like Bonk as well. Uh, if you guys don't know what Bonk is, sounds like it's a meme coin that's going to be airdropped to a few different NFT collections. Uh, they've already announced a few of those. We'll be just talking about it today. They haven't released their white paper yet, but it should be on everybody's radar because it's ran by two guys that just seem to profit always. So um, nothing like free money for the holidays. Uh, it's, it's a great time. So without further ado, joining me as always is the boy dorian dorian how you doing my man yo what's going on everybody every day's a holiday happy to be back for another great episode uh it's funny just before we came on we're like oh not much is going on and then right before the show it's like oh man it's like bubble goes came out Bonk, and then trump nfts and then a whole wave of other stuff that i'm excited to get into oh bro there is there's always something to get into we'll definitely be having more time allocated to alpha than we normally do um but without further ado let's bring on our third co-host what is going on joe how you doing my man doing well guys glad to be here today excited to talk about some alpha not a lot of stuff going on so we kind of can shoot shoot the you know shoot the stuff like we normally do behind closed doors but do it here for you guys man be fun that's right yeah yeah we do have some headlines to get into today as always we'll go ahead and start off with our market summary at 160 2k solana volume and i gotta say i mean like if you asked us um a few months ago we would have been like praying for this and 162 feels low it doesn't feel like we have a ton it feels like it's more distributed than it has been recently where it was like very concentrated volume um and now it's like between a few different collections and we don't really have the movers and shakers that we've had over the past and I think a lot of that volume is going into some of these mid caps. So you do have stuff like ovals popping off. We'll be talking about them. We'll be talking about Lily just had a nice little reversal. Um, and some of these other, you know, like 10 soul ish projects that have really good fundamentals. So um, we'll certain, certainly talk about those. Uh, Ute's still up there. D God's still up there as always still leading the way. And yeah, we also have really good volume on exchange art. Again, I wish TIEXO included form function as well, but exchange art has been popping lately. Almost 3K Solana volume over the past 24 hours, and then uh, an additional 25K over the past week. That is insane. That is about two and a half times as much as we normally see when it comes to one-on-one art. So things are moving along really well in that space. Again, we've been saying, you know, this is really the time to be starting to look over there. Um, Laura L just had a 500 soul secondary sale. Um, you love to see it. So again, starting to see some of these bigger names start popping off on secondary. That's usually a good bullish sign that we'll see some movement over there. Want to kick it over to you first, Joe. Um, how are you feeling about the market right now? And then we'll go over to Dorian. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean, we're, we're in the process of that long chop of, you know, a bottom, which is a lot of like deviations up and down. So, you know, up to maybe 20 and then back down to 11, like that type of low and slow. What I'm finding, you know, positivity in is, is, you know, a few like 10 to 20 
teams and builders are getting main liquidity, which is awesome because people, they deserve it, right? So hopefully they can continue to, you know, innovate and build. So at the time, right, I think it's a really cool time in the market because I think a lot of the fear that was that's been here everyone's kind of ripped their money off exchanges if you are ripping your money off exchanges if not you're happy to lose what's on there right things like that nature like i think that fear is kind of like slowly dripping out and i, I do think there'll be a slow burn for a while here until any like big catalyst or big movers come in regulation and that such to actually bring that billionaire you know liquidity back into our market in, in general but yeah i think it's a really cool time for builders right now and for community members like us that have save soul and can kind of deploy that soul now and more in a opportunity cost fashion. So yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I think that's a really good point, Joe. Uh, Dor, how are you feeling about yeah. the market right now? I'm feeling good, man. Usually when we see these high uh, spikes in volume, we see a lot of this liquidity go start rotating to mints. Um, but surprisingly, this time, it seems like Clanosaurus was that last big mint, and now things are rotating around secondary. So there's a lot of trading volume happening around collections like Lily, uh, Ovals, which we'll get into later. Um, of course, I, I'm not too sure how Tubes and stuff is doing. And, but we see a lot of volume on Clanosaurs and uh, along with their airdrop that they just had, which I find really interesting because I'm so used to uh, when we see these huge volume spikes that it becomes mint and print season. But that's not the case right now. And we see uh, there's not a lot of things minting, aren't minting and the things that are mint aren't super hyped. So you're really expecting them to fall below their mint price. Um, the only other mint that I'm really looking out for right now is Tile Pilots. I think that one is what everybody's pretty much waiting on, and we'll see a lot of volume rotate to that. But I think the play right now is just to start looking at where this next hot ball of liquidity is going to ro rotate into. Could it be Lily or could it be Critters Call? And I'm sure we'll get into that later as well. Yeah, yeah, and Critters have been doing well too. Again, it's this like cluster of 5 to 15-ish soul projects that have actually been doing really well in terms of returns lately that and and volume too i mean they've been yeah. on the top 12 or top 24 as far as collections go when it comes to volume over the past 24 hours so definitely something to watch if that's kind of where liquidity is moving i didn't expect it to but um if that's where it's going we follow the, we follow the volume and we try to stay ahead of it too so um that's good i love seeing these projects with solid fundamentals especially ones that have minted over the past month or two uh, in these conditions doing well it's always good to see so uh, let's jump into it though um speaking of recent launches ugs underground society has recently announced staking if you go onto their platform if you go onto their twitter they do have their staking link uh, make sure you are doing it from the official ugs uh, twitter account because obviously you know how phishing and scamming goes uh in this space Make sure you're getting it straight from their Discord or Twitter uh, in the announcement section. But who knows what this is going to unlock. Dude, UGS is going to have some incredible utility. It looks like they're airdropping like lore pieces as well. They've, they've teased this for a while. Um, recently, they moved up from 2.5 soul to 5.5 soul last time I checked. Looking at a nice, comfy 2x in this market. And um, it was always kind of a no-brainer. I minted one. I wish I had bought more when I saw it dip, but this is kind of a pattern we've been seeing on a lot of these mints is, you know, the public trust them, they'll mint. That's not really the optimal entry. It's usually right after mint. You have people frustrated. They're like, why isn't this going 2X, 3X? Um, they sell for a loss, which uh, Solana's going to Solana. And uh, 
then it goes back up. We saw it with ovals, which I'll get into too. I, I literally called it going to seven and a half and then rocketing up from there. And I didn't even take my own call. I am the king of not taking my own calls. And um, we saw it with uh, a few others as well. So kind of want to get your guys' takes. Do you guys have any UGS, Joe, Dorian? Um, we'll go with you first, Dor. Yeah, uh, I don't have any UGS. Um, nothing against light or anybody. It's like, as I stated in the last episode, I've just been so focused on picking up my monkey. It's just that I haven't been paying attention to anything. Now I'm starting to rotate back into these secondary plays where I can look for that 2 to 3x on. But I'm not surprised that they get a 2 to 3 or 2x uh, recently. Like, light solid, the team over there is solid, and what they're building is solid as well. So it's only natural. But however, it's like in this current market, I wouldn't be expecting more than like a two to three X. So if you did get in the UGS on that dip, I would probably think about maybe rotating your position because right now it's just everybody trading against each other. So with this small amount of capital rotating around, it's unlikely to see those five to 10 X's that we saw in the bull market. Uh, we even, uh, I think Bison said a couple weeks ago, uh, where Adam ape uh, four by four outperformed everything. And that only did like a 20%. So, like, uh, or you should only been looking for, like, a 20% gain in that market. So it's important to contextualize your uh, returns according to the market. And if you get a 2x in this market, it's solid. Ovals just did a 2x. And if I got in when Bison talked about it, what was it, like, last week, Bison? Um, it's like I would be looking for an exit right now. I don't uh, – not saying that they can't go higher. It's just, like, due to these current market conditions, I just think 2x is safe. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you always, you always take multiples when you can in this market and at the very least, just take your cost basis out. So if you did get two, um, sell one and ride the other one, you know, it, it's never a bad strategy to have You kind of just get to accumulate great projects and, and that's that. So, um, Joe, I want to kick it over to you. Do you have any UGS and have you been keeping tracks of this? Cause I actually think it has really cool utility. I'll get into in a second. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, um, uh, so sorry. Okay, there we go. Um, no, I haven't traded UGS actually, Bison. They haven't even been on my radar, man. I'm actually looking at the chart, and it's kind of uh, it was telltale in the chart as well. It was actually a pretty bullish chart coming into this rip off. But yeah, I would love to hear more about that. Um, some UGS, um, Elixir Owls, uh, OVOs. I was definitely bullish with you as well. I was able to get my master role in their Discord because I wanted to see what that was all about and. Um, from what I can see in that, I'm definitely bullish on those, and I think I'll swing trade those even longer. But, yeah, I would love to hear about UGS. I did not kind of skip right over those. Yeah, yeah. So the the utility I know of, the one that really interests me is Core. I think it's it's called Core. So it's going to be an add-on um, into your browser. So in your browser, you can actually click on it. It'll, it'll kind of appear like, uh, like MoonRank or any of the rankings do over. It's like an overlay on the, the NFT itself. You can actually click the little core icon that should be in the top right, I think. And what it will allow you to do is actually purchase it with a fraction of the cost and then you can pay it over time. So this is kind of like taking out a loan uh, against it, but you're not doing it all at once. So it's it's kind of breaking up the loan into smaller payments over time. So you can pay for it over time. Um, if you know me, I'm in real estate. And this is like one of the things you learn to do with real estate. You pay you know, 5%, 20% down or something like that. Um, and if you are looking for the actual gains on the value of the home, uh, you get those. No matter if you paid 100% cash or 20% down payment, you just have to pay the interest off on it. So that's really the only cost to you. Um, 
but it's a higher multiple play. So, you know, like uh, let's say uh, a home value goes up 20% on its actual value. That's that's fine if you paid 100% down. That's really a really good return. It's something we've seen over the past year. But if you do that on a, a 20% down, you literally just 2 extra your money, you know? Um, so it's it's one of those plays where I can have access to something like a D-Gods or something if I think a bullish catalyst is coming up and just fund it using a fraction of the loan, making sure I make incremental payments when they're due. So for me, this is like really cool. I love leveraging um, when I can, especially knowing that I have an edge in this market. And I think this will be really key to moving the market forward. I think there's going to be a lot more velocity of money because you can get in on these higher blue chips uh, at a lower cost, essentially up front. So I think that alone is, is so cool. Um, yeah, go ahead door. Yeah. That that's an interesting point that you bring up. Like being able to get in these higher blue chips at a lower cost. Do you think you'll, we'll see a lot more capital rotate into these blue chips, pushing the floor prices up higher? Yeah, I, I do. And, and that's, I think that's one of the things that I'm like really excited for is that we can just leverage all right, uh, making sure that we have enough money in payments, making sure we have a time frame of exit of like, hey, I need to get out of this trade, you know, in seven days and we'll see what happens here um, or else I just need to go ahead and close this. And, you know, make, it's kind of like having an option almost, you know, like there's yeah. so many cool things you can do with this kind of payment structure uh, that it would allow a lot of people who don't have access to a D God or anything like that to actually own a D God. So. I, I do think this will the rocket, you know, the the SMBs of the world. I think this will rocket um, DAAs and everything that's more high price that is out of reach for a lot of these uh, people looking to dip their toes in and they can just try it out. You know, it's kind of like renting it, but you're you're actually mortgaging it. You know what I mean? You're mortgaging an NFT. And I think that's a really cool feature. So that alone right there. Super cool. It sounds like they're also going to have some sort of um, art generation uh, sort of feature as well for creators. This will make sure that um, generative art doesn't clip each other. So, um, you know, like one of the big things with Utes that was going around was that hat clipping into um, the glasses and stuff and make sure that all the, the layers kind of don't like interfere with each other. So um, that's just a few of the things they have lore. The art's good. I think it's unique at least. I, I wouldn't be a fiat personally. That's just, you know, art is subjective. So uh, if you like it, great. But um, I, I'm really interested in the unique features that it's bringing to the table. And um, love the team over there. Love Jake, love Light, um, love Searcher. Uh, they're all great people. Yeah, so Searcher's that's awesome. my little spiel on it. Um, Joe, does that answer your question? Are you more interested in this project now? Yeah, absolutely. It's bringing like a firm or afterpay to the NFT space on a very more like this bigger scale with a lot more avenues to go off of. I think it's implementing a web two practice that's proven and tried and true um, and bring that over to web three. So yeah, I'm in, I'm into that for sure. So thank you, Bison. I was actually, I was actually charting it when you were talking to me, looking at sell and buy walls. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Dude, uh... I've, been, I've been into soul sniper lately, man. And they make it super easy for, with that buy and sell wall right to your right there to your right. When wow. you're trading, I love that being able yeah. to see that is really, really nice. Dude, I I've been very bullish on Soul Sniper lately, and that's that's I, you know we love Hello Moon. Hello oh, Moon absolutely. just kind of provides more of like a 
an overview, a data overview right. of the, the the Soul ecosystem. But for trading, there I, right yeah. now, there's nothing yeah. better than Soul. Listen, I'll call, yeah, I call a pair a pair, man. Like you, at the end of the day, I'm a trader, and and when I go to that UI UX, it, it's for a trader, you know. Very well, much. Yeah. So. I also want to show you guys something too that I've been seeing with Hello Moon. Um, I'll go ahead and share my screen real quick because cool. I do think this is important for anybody out there, and I'll talk to Walker about this too because I. His, his platform is unrivaled, in my opinion, when it comes to overall data structure. But, um, you know, I used to go, this was like my home tab, right? Um, now I can't use it. And the reason being is because I don't know if their data is messed up or something, but I keep seeing these absolute trash can projects um, at the top. And that's, like, I can't get any insight from this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's yeah, too cluttery. Gotta, it's too messy. Yeah, that's, gotta be that's gotta be filtered. That's probably just. I know they got a lot on their hands. They're probably just not looking into that API. Yeah. Whatever's pet pulling that uh, aggregation. Is that yeah, that is a good point. I haven't looked on. I haven't actually used that in a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's just a small point because I, again, that used to be. I still use it for DeFi all the time, and that is their bread and butter. If you guys are new to Hello Moon, that Absolutely. is like what they make their money on is DeFi analytics and and data and selling it to other DeFi protocols so um yeah that's how they're able to give so much value for free but soul sniper has been a godsend dude so i'm you know in terms of ugs like for me personally um i i think i want a couple more um i'm not gonna like completely ape into this project i gotta see if there's like different tiers for the utilities like wise whales which is minting today um which we will talk about um where if like you hold three, do you get access to different um, utilities of core or anything like that? Is there a certain percentage um, that you have to buy in at to these NFTs? There's a lot of questions I have that I need to do more research on, but nonetheless, yeah. very cool project. I'm interested. I think four soul is like, if I can get there, that's kind of what I'm looking at for an entry. But if it doesn't, at least I have my one and I'm so happy for this team that they are going above mint, um, almost two Xing from their mint cost of three or so soon after mint in this market. So kudos to them. Hats off to them. I'm excited. Um, any closing remarks before we move on? I, um, um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I'm going to start live trading during rare FUD as well. And I just found an ascending triangle guys on the four hour for soul. So I did it via rare FUD added it. So you have to check out rare FUD, but yeah, guys, check it out. It's a possibility on the four hour. Let's hope for the best here. Moving on. <laughs> Okay, dude. We have we've uh, speaking of soul price, it has been so stubborn not wanting to go to really ideally like sixteen dollars and above. Um, you know, like sixteen point seven is where I have like a a massive, um, like sixteen and a half to seventeen dollars is where if we close above that, we yeah. kind of just rip. Um, yeah. the bottom sixteen point one, sixteen point seven, huh? Yep, by sixteen point seven. Yeah. I like that. Sixteen point two, kind of. Then sixteen point seven. Then rip. Yeah, I like yeah. That. I, I, I mean, if we if we break that, that's good. But again, like this is the market we're gonna be stuck in, boys. Honestly, oh, yeah. I think it's just this is why I'm so happy we have NFTs. At least you know we have something uh, to gain from there because the token itself not really budging. I'm more interested in trading ETH and, and BTC right now if I were to trade anything. But um, yeah, there's not a whole lot of movement on Seoul. It's been very flat for literally like two, oh, yeah. two and a half weeks. So check, yeah, out, check that chart if you can real quick, B, because I think this is a this might be a decent scalp if we if we uh, retest this breakout because we threw back, threw down once, threw up once, back to the apex, 
Now, 60-40 continuation is bullish on this ascending triangle here. If volume comes in on a breakout, we could look at a decent throw back on the four-hour hammer. Then that's your that's your valid continuation to long there, right? Yeah. So if you um, look at the four-hour, there's it's a sneaky trend line. If you pair the that wick on the last candle that's building now, and you run that down, and you and you over the Bart, right? Because the Bart's the throwback, so that's invalidation. And you run that trend line down. Um, from the hammer down, yeah, from like to the right of that hammer, that one that's building now. Let me see if I can, yeah, here, I got it on. You guys check out my last tweet on rare, at, I added it, there you go. Yeah, let me see if I can. yeah, if you guys want to see what Joe's talking about, go ahead and check out his Twitter feed. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm just not interested in trading this range right now. Honestly, yeah. I, I already packed, like I'm, I'm only interested in, in adding to my spot soul bag. And oh, yeah, for sure. It, so. Um, yes, it's, it's, it's too choppy. Um, I, and, and still there's no volatility. Like that's what I trade crypto for. So if I want volatility, I go elsewhere. Um, but yeah, I, if soul's stuck in this range, that's fine for NFTs. Like a steady soul yeah. means yeah. that people are looking elsewhere for multiples Very true. and they are going to be looking at either tokens, governance tokens, DeFi, anything like that, or NFTs, depending on what their bread and butter is. So that being said, let's move right along. Ovals are ripping. So the the owls from Elixir, if you guys don't know what those are, um, I I don't know if I mentioned on Rarefy, but I definitely talked about it like twice on uh, No Fluff, where I said I have no interest in minting Elixirs because what's going to happen is it's going to go below mint. Um, cool minting mechanic. If you guys weren't there for that episode, um, we did talk about how they had kind of like a gambling um, sort of feature when you were minting, where it's like, hey, you could possibly mint for only one soul but the chances of you actually minting are like nine percent right or you can go up to five soul and it's like 45 percent. so you could get possibly it was just like feeding dgens and i thought that was really cool in this market unfortunately a lot of people were upset with it when they're like wow i didn't mint and it's like it clearly states you have a 45 percent chance of minting uh if you don't pay the full mint price right so that's on them um Thought it was a cool feature. Elixir continues to do cool things, in my opinion. Um, it sounds like there's going to be an ETH AMM as well, possibly in the in the future. They are going to fractionalize some NFTs. Um, ovals have just been ripping lately. They've gone from about seven and a half. They are now at 18 the last time I checked. Um, and Ed, we haven't even introduced staking or anything like that. So if there's rev share, which it sounds like there's going to be, uh, we are in for a treat with ovals. I do think this is like a really good utility project. So we're back to back on utility right there that I'm actually intrigued with. Yeah. So my only problem, like I don't, I'm going to put it out here fully. I don't fully understand Elixir other than it's like being an AMM. Um, and we're starting to see Magic Eden just like continue to dominate volume. Uh, with their new rewards program coming out, it's like if, ovals and uh hate swap this whole thing is like to attract liquidity to their platform but magic even continues to remain dominant through their reward programs and even potentially integrating the amm it's like how valuable are ovals in the in the future it's like you can have rev share all day but if you're not getting the liquidity on your platform it's like then that rev share doesn't mean anything because you're not going to get anything from it. yeah um I, I I kind of agree with that, and I'm definitely you know it's it's one of the reasons I'm not just sitting there like absolutely 
saying like this is a hundred percent buy, but um, you know, Joe's also been over here at like 10 soul saying you need to be buying ovals. So congrats to you, Joe. Joe, don't get me wrong, it's a good trade. I'm not knocking the Joe because Joe's a trade. Like oh yeah, if even it was even a short-term trade, like when you called it when it was at eight, eight to sixteen is solid. But like from this point on, it's like what are you expecting to get? Like, are you trying to get the rev share from it? Are you like holding to see what uh, Elixir does, and I'm not knocking the team. I'm just bringing in their competition that raised over a billion dollars an hour, or at least valued at a billion dollars. So it's just like that pragmatic side with the trading side. It's like a great trade, but do you really want to hold this thing for like three, four months? Yeah. Um, okay. I, I I kind of agree with that um, because uh, we'll get into the magic Eden rewards because I, I, I have some thoughts on that, but. We'll go to you, Joe. Um, you've been preaching ovals. So what do you think about this price level? What are you interested in when it comes to Elixir? Like what has you drawn to Elixir? Yeah, so uh, what what draws me in as a trader first is the multiple catalysts that they have ramped up um, that they can deploy at any time. Um, I get the psyche of the individual that would be buying and I understand how you can couple that with higher lows. And I've talked to the team and they understand like, you know, floor price is important to them uh, as well as just building. So I think they're going to keep an idea on how to keep a hype cycle while also underlying building, like, you know, maybe changing the R and just keeping stuff that people care about DGen wise. So as a trader, I can just keep a a sound heart that, you know, I've I've come in and out of elixirs already. Now I'm sitting on them. I'm looking for that big catalyst run. But, you know, like fractionalizing um, NFTs to trade them like a token, you know, like we're DGENs here. So if I could if I could look at a chart and see like OVO dash USDs at 0.23 per per token, you know, then I can trade literally trade that like it's scrap or any other SPL as a trader. Like that's cool. Like and if I could get, um, you know, some type of fee discount or, you know, free percentage on their marketplace or something like that or or I mean on their decks or sex, whatever they're making. Um, that would be interesting to me. So it's more of a speculation play. Like, all right, guys, can you innovate and build and keep these catalysts running? But also, like, you got to remember, like, my price point is is good, right? I'm in at like 11 average, so I have that run, right? Because if they drop to 14, they break these massive supports. I can offload for a small profit and walk away. But to me, I think they do have more upside here. I think 16.7 would be a good entry. That's a retest of a psychological resistance there. 16.5, 16.7. You see that come down like Lily today, man. I know we'll get to that, but that picture, I, I posted it, a picture-perfect reversal on old support, old resistance turn support, right? At the same time, the listing is rejected of a trend line. At the same time as a reversal on the candle. So it's little stuff like that, nuances that you can literally see in charts here. So that's why I'd really love to be able to trade some of these fractionalized NFTs as if they were some shit coins. <laughs> Yeah. I, okay. So with, with Elixir, one of the things I'm actually bullish on is they will have like a earn and borrow feature. They will have like a long and short. So that's really the big one yeah, for me good. is that yeah, if, you yeah, can, yeah, exactly. if I can long and short NFTs on your platform. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. And Bison, it'll be fractionalized too, where it's almost like fractionalized stocks, you know? Yeah. So you're like, puts and call and almost as well like there's yeah it's going to be almost and you got to think about eat the big thing now is wormholing and fractionalizing what if they don't have to do that to sold to capture opportunity costs they can stay on eth but it's through elixir and, and th- like i don't know it's just 
that there's an opportunity cost to be had there. And I understand Dorian, bro. That's overextended at 18 sold. That's hard, right? That's a, but again, it's like people are happy buying with no real catalyst put out. It's all speculation. What if an infrastructure comes? Okay, stake your ovules passively. Okay, this is exactly what we're building. That's going to fire at maybe the 30 sold. And I'm just running it off of a off of a cost basis. Like you look at Tylo, like pilots or oil or you know infants. You're looking at nectars being over 200 plus soul and almost none listed, right? So it's uh-huh. like, oh man, like that right there is what gives me like, oh maybe there's a deviation that has to be had there, and then it'll recheck a, a fair market value. So I see your point completely as well. So it's like a 50 50 for me, Dory. If I if I yeah. wasn't in, I'd maybe grab one for exposure and hang out. Right. So, yeah, I agree with you. Man. No, no, you both of your guys' point there are like super, super solid. Like, I, I agree with both of you. Like, being able to long and short NFTs, dog, go threaten me with a good time. That sounds like a blast. So, it's just like, and I'm, I guess I'm from the perspective, like, I don't have a bag in this right now, but like, I wouldn't be looking to, like, personally for me, it's like 18 souls a bit hefty right now. And I, I'm just kind of chilling out. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, they were, they were screaming deal below 10. Um, yeah, when they drop below mint, that that should have been everybody's, and and that's exactly what I think we're just seeing across the board with all these mints is yeah. it dips down below. We saw it with Lily. Lily actually yes. went below five at yeah. one point and then rocketed up to you know almost sixteen soul or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, um, we seen it with ovals now. Uh, did exactly what I thought it was gonna do. We saw it with UGS. Did exactly what you know. It it dips a little bit below mint, and then and that's your that's your mint. valid point there. It's like what's the value prop there? What you lose eighteen bucks? You know, like when well off of your mint price or whatever it is lower. And I think that's I wanted to point out too that OVOs. It's pretty wild. It's the only project right now to be at all time highs in USD value, right? As yeah. long as as well as Seoul, which is pretty yeah. crazy, right? That's a weird. That's we don't see a metric like that on many projects right now. Yeah, I, I mean that's just the conditions that it minted in, right? Oh, they love about UGS and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, so so big brain put out a tweet today was saying like, hey, don't like if any of you were profitable in 2022, make sure you start putting money aside for taxes. Yo, I, I don't know who's profitable in this market. Like you yeah, should be soul, but if you're like up in USD, dog. I need to talk to you, man. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, it has been nice because I, you know, the profit taking I did do back in January or February where I was, I was taking out enough at least to cover like taxes and stuff like that. Cause I was like, this, I've learned my lesson back in 2017, 2018. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to take profit and I, you know, the nice thing is Netrunner kind of helps me do that. That's why I've been, been bullish on Netrunner, but um, you you look at it and you're like, huh? Well, if I just go ahead and sell this at a loss and then pick it right back up, yep. um, you know, yep. you still have all your bags. You're just you're just pegging the value of your loss right now, so you can maintain any sort of liquidity. You're not giving it back to the government, at least not this year. You know, if you do sell in the future um, and you don't hold on to it for at least a year, you're going to be hit with uh, short term capital gains and and good luck with that. You might as well just move to Puerto Rico, right? That's so. Yeah, uh, which which may be a thing. A hundred percent. It might be a thing. It's very smart, honestly, if you have the ability to. But yo, real shit, guys. Sorry, speak my language. Netrunner, you guys don't understand. If you're if you're up in gains and you're looking at a bunch of you have to pay capital gains tax on a bunch of money and you are up, dude, get Netrunner. You don't understand how many losses you take on token swaps with SPLs because of slippage. I didn't. 
Like I was like, oh wait, those are all losses. Like tiny just compounded up like crazy amount of money that at the end of the year you're like, wow, that's in the thousands now. It's little things like that that could you could literally write that off and get your thirty five hundred dollar deduct deduction off your capital right off of your token law. And I'm saying if you if you've been on soul for a while, I don't think you'll realize because me, I'm a profitable trader, but I didn't realize how unprofitable I was when I just was going for swapping and not looking at slippage. So that would just be my little hindsight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, definitely. I mean, do your taxes, guys. Uh, the last thing you want to do is get locked up for being a bozo and not not actually doing those. So, um, yeah. Don't do that. We do don't want to see you locked up. <laughs> yeah, do your taxes. Try. I mean, like, there's no clear tax code, so just try your best because I know, like, a lot of accountants around here barely even know how to do crypto gains um, and properly. And, and yeah, it's 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 a mess. So. Try your best. And a software like Netrunner helps you so much. You just yeah. plug and play and he spits out a report and then you just, here you go. You know, yeah. and, uh, and and that makes my life so much. That is yeah. worth its weight in gold. That is more utility than 99% of NFTs out there. So, yeah, uh, real quick before you move on from Netrunner, it's like, what are they sitting at right now? Like, Last that might honestly like be the play, 1. dude. What They're Yo. sitting at 0.6 soul. It's like, yeah. people are because tax time is way till like, February, March, those things are. <laughs> Yo, bro, I've been pre preaching these since they were like one soul, bro. So the yeah. cyber syndicates, though, they're going to drop an announcement soon. I'm just letting you know. That's alpha. They that's that they dropped an announcement before the announcement. But the cyber syndicates coming, that's going to be a whole trading, like like almost VIP room that you go in and you can list, sell, see. Every, it's it's going to be a whole experience. And it's like, it, listen, I love their what they did for the tax portfolio and your portfolio track. Like, I'm into it. I'll, I'll, it's point what? Point six right now? Point five? Point four. Yeah, point four for a syndicate to throw in the wallet and say, okay, we'll see what you got, Netrunner. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that, too. And like you said, I think that's – but it's crazy how much utility they really are building. And we're, I'm holding stuff in my wallet that has maybe, you know, 80% less utility and it's up 80% on the floor price of Netrunner. So, definitely. Yeah, I think it's just going to be one of those clear plays that, you know, taxes are coming up. You have between now and April, basically, to buy one of these things. And uh, the longer you wait, I think the more you're going to be paying, especially with Seoul being so low right now. So that being said, let's talk about Lily. Lily planting sounds like it's coming soon. That's good. Um, we did talk about how they have some theme music up on Bunjil's SoundCloud. And if you look at one of them, it looks like the next... One of one legendary is going to be a hollowed, um, like a very unique, like through and through hollowed. It has the hollowed aura. Um, it is a hollowed itself. We'll see what that looks like. But honestly, just love the one of one uh, concept. You know, if, if they're uh, doing it for one of one holders or one to one holders. So if you hold one Lily, one Lotus Gang, um, you're automatically entered. The more you hold, the better. Just make sure you're maintaining that one to one ratio. Uh, if planting comes, I think it's a bullish catalyst. We've seen a nice reversal. Like it sounds like it's coming pretty soon and staking is never a bad thing. Uh, I love how, I mean, you just announced it today too. It's non-custodial. Um, it, it, it won't be a tradable token. It sounds like it, I, I don't know if it will or not. It's, it's called talent, but we're seeing more of these, you know, Ute points are staying with your Ute. It's non-custodial. Um, it sounds like Lily should be non-custodial. And I'm just like, thank goodness we are coming around to this because I hate custodial staking more than yeah, like, no. if you're making me go to a website and lock up my NFT, it, it, it's not 2022 or it won't be 2022 anymore. It's not 2021 for sure. Um, yeah. 
stop making me do that. That is the worst feature in the world. So you forget uh, to have NFTs locked on websites and you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot this there. <laughs> uh, it's, it's awful. And I, I do, I, I forgot, I forgot about like 50 soul worth of NFTs. Um, that I had to like go scouring for like, stop doing that. To, that is not a good UX. That is never fun for anybody. And I'm going to forget about your project. Like I will, I will absolutely forget about it. It happens all the time. Yep. Stop doing custodial yeah, staking. We need, um, we need passive soft staking. You need yeah. it. Nowadays, like you we, do. And we, we, I think we, the only thing that can get away with it is Tayo. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just cause he inherited it. It was never supposed yeah. to be like that. You know what I mean? Um, it, it was never supposed it was supposed to be a nice like you you don't think tom can make one of the best soft staking platforms ever he can he just got inherited scrap and tayo and did the best he could with it so this is why i'm so excited when graphite comes out he actually gets to just make it himself this is his own protocol with his team it's gonna be goaded i'm excited for it but um speaking of soft staking and like just passive staking critters um i know we talked about it this morning in our in our chat again if you don't own a cyber samurai um eat sush every active trader should own one samurai homie um you like own a samurai this is where you get into the dojo chat and actually, that. somebody clipped that. <laughs> <laughs> it's we uh we we talk about this alpha even before we mention it on stream sometimes so like it pays for itself it really does a path also has like we got pre-sales too We've gotten pre-sale. We got two pre-sales in the last two uh, yesterday. It was between Wise Whales and uh, yeah. Yep. What's the other one? Um, I'm excited uh, for Wise Whales. We'll I forget the other one. I would have to look it up in the chat. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's cool. We're getting pre-sales. I'm excited for that. So, um, for five soul, you only need one one Sam. I I'm crazy and I I have more, but um, yeah, you should own a samurai. Anyways, talked about critters. We talked about how it's it's been holding like an eight soul and has nice volume and everything like that. The chart looks good to me. Hasn't really mega pumped yet. Um, I got back into critters. I got one. I'm probably looking to add more. Full disclaimer, I do own one. I got it for like 8.4. Uh, it's a boba or whatever they're called. What a bubba, something like that. But the, the owl looking one. I think that's going to be the alpha um them and like Groot and the legendaries they're probably the ones that are going to hold their floor the best but oscars, um, oscars oh yeah cool. oscars are cool too but it's just one of the best pixel arts it's been a while since they've announced anything it sounds like they got some stuff on the horizon and you know you do with that what you will it looks like a nice chart but they have passive staking essentially you get one pixel per day you can go to their claim site and go ahead and claim it but you just need to hold it in your wallet you only need to click anything yeah. Except for when you want to claim, and they, so. and they compound, and then, right? Because well, you'll have to use those pixels for what they have coming in a couple months. I think it's like January. They're having another mint. I forget. It's been a while since I reviewed their white paper, or whatever. But it's for you'll use those pixels to mint whatever they have coming next. And yeah, I think that cool. all is a pretty bullish catalyst. I mean, but you have to be safe. Obviously. Thank you for that, door Because bro, I was hyped. I, I bought two. And I went to claim my pixels and I had 13 pixels in there. So I didn't know they accumulate with the critter. So you can sell them with oh. pixels still. That's, yeah. That's really legit. Cool. I didn't know that. Me they, either. They have 2x silently too. Um, if you look in the, the secondary, you can trade these tokens. Um, I think they're oh, no just way. on famous box oh, right now. But yeah. You can, uh -huh, you can trade wow. the token itself. So um, yeah, so, just something to look for. Maybe there's some alpha there. I'm not I'm not crazy on SPLs right now until the, the market kind of stabilizes a little bit more. But um yeah 
I dude, critters have been doing well. So I'm looking at all these passive staking plays and the fun plays, the ones that people forgot about because they seem to be making a little bit of a, a, a revive sort of movement there because we're seeing bubble goose pump now too. bubble goose did just lock down its animation studio. It's going to be with Seth green. Um, so Seth green's production studio, they called Carl's agent said how excited they are for bubble goose. And for me, that's incredibly bullish. We saw it go from literally, dude, it went all the way down to 1.5. And I was sitting there like 1.5. Yeah. I went, ah. I, I I sat there and looked at him. I was like, I should, I should just sweep this because I, I don't want to hold anymore. I hold three. I don't think you need to have like a ton of bubble goose exposure, but yeah, 1.5. Like, like this guy. <laughs> this isn't a soft rug. That's all I could tell myself. I was like, this isn't a soft rug. 1.5 is as cheap as it gets. And now they're four and a half. I do think they go up from here. Um, not financial advice, do your own research. I do have three, but I like they've locked down an animation studio, bro. <laughs> like this is this is the kind of progress that you need. And um, their web three strategy has been terrible. I we have yes. been very vocal about that. They have the not been web two facing, they are not web three focused right now. So eventually they will. Um, getting them right now again, it's one of the more medium term holds. So I don't expect like a rocket ship from here, but I do expect upward price movement. So it's, if you're looking for multiples soon, I think there's better plays right now, but, uh, dude, bubble goose walking down an animation studio. He made the boondocks. He made black dynamite. Um, like God, it's, it's so good. He's so good at what he does. And I think everybody forgot about it. And we're already, you know, we're sitting over here, but talking about clanosaurs, which we should be, but we're losing sight of stuff like bubble goose. So, this is why bubble goose critters, all this good stuff that everybody forgot about because they're on the next wave, uh, to me, is a really good play. These are the levels that we've loved. So uh, nothing's changed fundamentally with the project. In fact, it's only gotten better. And uh, I think everybody should be turning their attention to that. Um, yeah. Dor, let's kick it over to you and then Joe. Yeah, dog. You know me. Uh, shit, me and sorry, language. <laughs> me and you have been like supporters of Bubble Goose for a while. Uh, I brought ten Bubble Goose at nine souls, so I'm down bad. I'm that was nine souls at like thirty something dollars too, and a couple maybe at a hundred. I don't even remember. It's been a minute. But uh, I didn't sell because like the fundamental thesis of why I purchased Bubble Goose didn't tank. Like nothing changed about why I uh, purchased Bubble Goose, even when it was at one point five soul. It's like why sell? What changed from Carl actively producing this show that I know he can do? So why should I sell? So I didn't. I just collected a couple more, especially after I talked to Slatty at the uh, well mixer, because they even have more stuff going on. This whole thing with Seth uh, Green Studio, this is brand new. But he let me on some alpha that I'm even more bullish on than the Seth Green stuff, if that's possible. So as you said, Bison, it's like it had Bubble Goose has not done an amazing job on the Web 3 side of things, but I'm more than confident in them to execute on the Web 2 side of things. And that's more important than anything in my book, because if they do land on a major television uh, network or on Hulu or on Netflix, that's more eyes on the project. I don't know how Carl will give value back to the holders at that point, but I think I'm pretty confident that the team will. Um, and having that type of access and that type of uh, visibility to such a wide audience is irreplaceable, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, if we talk, we're, we're, we're so wishy-washy with IP plays, like, and branding. Plays <laughs> <on the phone. laughs> two weeks ago, we hated them. <laughs> yeah. Like two weeks, we hate them. Next week, we're going to love them. Who knows? With Solana, I still, you know, 
want to see more of like I, I think Clanosaurus has done a really good job rewarding holders. We already saw an airdrop like so soon after mint that is worth four soul. Like that's a that's a dividend right there, you know, and that's that's reward. And who knows what it's gonna be used for? And there's gamification there. And um, they have a like infinitely better web three strategy than than bubble goose, but bubble goose is uh what one seventh of the price right now, so you know, worth looking at, Joe. Let's kick it over to you. What do you think about all this? I just dropped like a lot of little news headlines. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I'm, I was actually looking at um at the chart as, as we speak, but yeah, I think the catalysts are, are there, especially if they, I mean, it's, it's, remember everyone was talking about, it's going to take a while to pitch a show. It's going to do like, we're getting to that, to the point where their pitches are coming in and they'll might have an announcement to be like, Hey, we got a huge partner here, a huge partner here. And we're, we're going with this show at this pilot date. And those are real mechanisms and mechanics that will get people very excited. So yeah, these are the hard plays to make. This is hard to buy when no one else is with you, right? When no one else is looking at you and going, you're awesome, man. You're so smart. It's like, no, no one's telling you you're smart right now. It's hard to make those plays, but those are the plays that pay off the best, right? So I think as, as an investor, man, these are the plays you're looking for. You're looking for these low opportunity cost, high value proposition plays. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, and it's it's hard going against the flow. I feel that so hard, Joe, because yeah. like sometimes it's hard going against the grain when everybody else is calling it a rug of some sort. Um, it's It's hard buying FUD sometimes. I get it. And I'm like, I love FUD. FUD FUD makes better entry points, right? And um, you know, with soul as down bad as it is, it's hard to remember that sometimes. So yes, we get it. Um, do you think this is a decent time to buy? I don't know. It, it has gone 3x. So, you know, we always say like wait for retest, wait for cooling off, and maybe you can get a better entry, but it's still cheap. A lot of people minted for seven soul when soul was like $25. So um yeah, you're you're still getting it at below mint, and I don't think this is a bad time to do so. Not financial advice, do your own research. Um, but let's talk about the one thing I was not expecting: um, Trump cards coming out uh, as NFT collectibles, which at some point we should have known was coming. Melania, you know, released the NFT collection last year or something like that after she was first lady. Um, actually, she might have still been first lady. I don't know if that's a conflict of interest or something, but probably needs to be looked at. Uh, we now have trump cards. Have you guys seen these things? It sounds like it's gonna be yeah. $45,099 a pop, and it's over on Polygon. Which, um, I saw e the, the very first thing I said was, I wonder how much they paid Trump to get him on Polygon because they've been paying for all these deals. And, um, that easy tweeted it before I could. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Also, how down bad does this man have to be? He he was a billionaire. Um, I don't know if he still is, I, I haven't checked trump's net worth and forever but why are you opening yourself to this kind of risk for what a hundred dollars forty five thousand you're looking at 4.5 mil am i doing my math correct um yeah that, just, that that doesn't seem like good risk reward for somebody who already has a, a ton of money um for me it's like uh, i'm all politics aside i don't uh think like why if he sees the opportunity to make more money in an easy way why wouldn't you i mean seems good to me uh for me it's like I don't, regardless of my thoughts on the president, the former president, it's like, I will buy that NFT if I see it as a good trading opportunity. If I think that thing's going to pump, I'm aping, dog. But I don't think it's going to pump, so I'm not buying anything for 99 bucks. So it's like, I don't blame him or Melania or anybody else for releasing an NFT 
I blame the individuals who buy the NFT. They complain that it didn't bump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, it's up to you guys. If you want to mint, I'm, yeah. I'm not minting, I'm not um, it. but look, Hey, bullish on the fact that it may open up NFTs to a whole different, uh, demographic than what we have in nfts currently so that's fine joe what do you think about trump cards we buying trump cards we aping into these things what are we doing yeah this is crazy I, the only thing i can think about is like he's got a team full of like you know uh, 80 to 100 people and they have some young people on there that are like here's your marketing budget go double it or whatever and they're like all right they're new and they know they're into web3 um yeah i don't understand is it just collectibles like it's just a collectible pack of like what is it even going to be what's the I'll let you, know find out. you into a sweepstakes to like do different things with them okay so it's basically they're trying to onboard new young users to his political campaign basically by like all right i so it's an onboarding process that a team is doing for him on the back end he probably has no okay. idea about it has not one idea, you know. Oh, he does. No, he does did he? a commercial for about, it. Oh, you know he what? Did, he did a yeah, commercial for it, bro. <laughs> um, this 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 guy did a commercial for it. It's the funniest thing in the world. Um, I'll have to pull it up. Maybe I'll put it into the show docs or something like that. But it is, it, it's ridiculous. I'm just sitting there like, huh. Um, you know, I think, <laughs> uh, if again, if, if if it's a good trade, I will look at it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm always trade agnostic when it comes to things pumping, but. Uh, if this is what NFTs are like, if this is like the final form of NFTs, I, I want to sell everything right now. Um, cause I, this is, I don't know. Are well, you like fractionalizing your, your campaign here? Um, and incentivizing it with, with possible sweepstakes for dinners and signed memorabilia yeah. and stuff from Trump, because that's what yeah. it sounds like so far. Dude, it's like, I think this is the evolution of NFTs, though, man. We already saw this with uh, Discord or whatnot. It's like, we're going to start seeing all these companies release digital collectibles or whatever they want to call it to act as rewards for their, like, instead of, like, membership cards, you're going to have NFTs or digital collectibles that allow you a certain access or certain rewards. And we're not going to see these little 10K collections. It's going to be these massive 45k 100k collections and even more are unlimited where anybody can get in um but i think as crazy as it sounds like i think that's fine in the long run and this is why i'm becoming more bullish on community-based nfts because as the market becomes more and more saturated with these type of like uh, companies creating digital collectibles and like all these other groups and communities creating all these other nfts that are generative with 100k it's like the ones that will have the most value are the uh nfts that have been around since the beginning so your board apes your freaking uh azukis if you want it on eth i'm not too familiar with east side but that's why i'm bullish on smb on the solana side uh it's just like people will see those have having that historical value attached to them so i think once nfts are adopted by the mass society it's going to be oversaturated, man. Like you can't reach mass adoption with the prices of NFTs today. So as much as it sucks, I just think this is the natural course of things. I guess, um, <laughs> I, I guess it, look, I am, uh, I don't know, whatever. I, you know, maybe this is our, our moment where like Floyd Mayweather was, was pumping whatever it was back in 2017, where it was just some random absolute shit coin. So, I don't know. I don't know what this this moment looks like or what we'll look back at it on, but um, just weird, man. You can fundraise yeah. so many other ways. Like this man yeah. knows how to, and you want to do it for four point five mil. Um, but 
Dude, sure. Bison, a lot of the normies see this space as a quick way to make a ton of money, man. And while in some cases they're not wrong, most people underestimate, like I would even say Toys R Us underestimates the difficulty of it. People think they can just come in and say, I'm dropping an NFT and it pumps. While that works in a bull market, people don't understand is that the same case in a bear market. That's just because you got some name recognition. Your brand's not about to pump as it did like last year or so ago. Right, right. Um yeah, it's it's just interesting, man. Um, all right, final point, and then we'll we'll get on to a little bit of alpha, and then we'll go ahead and sign off here. Um, bonk. So bonk is a oh, meme yeah. coin that is coming from KW and RD9. It sounds like they are, I guess, a couple of the people. I don't know if it's just coming straight from them or not, but I know they're involved. Um, it's dropping with multiple connect collections, so it sounds like it's just going to be airdropped um, to random collections. You can go check out their Twitter feed if you want to. It is called Bonk Inu. Um, so kind of like Shiba Inu and stuff. This is just a meme coin, guys. This is just for fun. It is going to be airdropped to NFT holders, and it is going to be fairly distributed. And it's going to have, you know, probably a crazy supply. It'll have really good tokenomics, I guarantee you. If Because uh, this, I think, is more or less a social experiment to see what kind of tokenomics work. Because I know KW and especially Rex have been very vocal about how much they hate Solana tokenomics, which I would agree. It is the one thing that is holding me back from like the near perfect crypto coin um, and token. Like it is uh, its inflation schedule is terrible and it should be punished. And I'm not sure what they were thinking when they did it, but nonetheless, it's free money just in time for the holidays. So um, go ahead and check out their Twitter and I don't know if I'd buy it and just kind of wait to see, but it's going to be airdropped to people. It's free money. Go ahead and check it out. It's going to a bunch of different collections. I know Sam's are getting it. I know Duck Punks are getting it. Um, Smith's, Planosaurs, all the good stuff. Yeah, um, pretty yeah. much anything you want to uh, at this point. Like a ton of collections are getting them. So if you see it pop up on an airdrop, make sure you're checking their Twitter. Make sure it's an actual token and not some scam. Um, you don't want to be scammed just in time for the holidays. That sounds like a miserable way to spend your holidays. So, um, I think that's about it. Uh, do you guys have any words on, on bonk? Yeah. Because I don't really know much about it until we start getting white papers and stuff. Yeah. So I know it's going to be an airdrop. So I was just thinking right now, it's like, you know what? Maybe it's because we're going to see people dump that token, like automatically that's what's going to happen. So I was thinking about, huh, would the actual play be able to take that airdrop and just provide liquidity to a, a farm? It's like, because the APRs are probably going to be insane. So I'm like, yeah, it's an airdrop and I'll probably lose some soul. But if I can like make a couple, I don't know, it's like I'm assuming like a thousand APR or at least 700 uh, for a couple, like a week or so. I'm like, I'll take that. <laughs> and then I'll still hold bonk because, you know, everybody's going to be dumping it on the market. So it's just like, It'll manage that long-term hold of bonk what I'm looking for because people are attracted to like Doge coins. So whenever Doge coin pumps, it's only natural to see like, especially in a bull market, I wouldn't be surprised if bonk pumped uh, later on in the future. So I was like, that's what I was thinking the play is just to take that liquidity, put it in the yield bar. Even though I'm going to suffer in permanent loss, I'm willing to lose that soul to get more bonk because I plan on holding it long-term and just remove that liquidity later when it dries up or the APRs come down and just ride it out. So I'll see how it happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's free money at the end of the day. You yeah, know? And, exactly. Um, how you want to play it is how you want to play it. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of risk associated with it. And thank goodness, because a lot of the people that are still holding stuff, they're down bad on their USD costs. So, um, Joe, do you have anything to say about Bonk? Have you looked at Bonk yet? 
No, I, I have not. I just came privy to it today, actually. Um, but yeah. I definitely will look into it now. But like, yeah, like uh, Dora said, most of these get sold off their inception. And then from there, they can build a fair a fair market value. But we shall see. It'll be fun time, though. Anything that's free is fun. So Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. Um, okay. Free money. That's good. Make sure you check out their Twitter. Um, they only have like 700 followers right now. So you are, you know, listening to this. You are ahead of most of the game. And um, who doesn't love free money? So yeah. wrap quick, it up. Bryce, yeah. I'm not too sure if the team, when they say this community is getting uh, an airdrop, if a snapshot's already taken. So we need to clarify, like, when it's announced. Because if it's announced and they haven't taken the snapshot, then you still have time to get in some of these projects. And they might award it proportionally how much of that project you hold. So there might be an allocation to the project. And then within that project, it might go to the largest holders of that project. So it's uh, those details aren't out yet. But because they're not out, I'm assuming the snapshot hasn't been taken. So maybe you might be able to pick up the projects that have been mentioned to try to accumulate more bulk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's, there will definitely be like game theory behind it. So look at the collections, make sure you're paying attention to Twitter. Um, again, I think Sam's will be privy to it more than most collections, just yep. because we are close with, with um, KW and and Rex and you know Sh Shake will get the alpha before most people. So, um, yeah, I think that about does it. Let's talk a little bit about alpha. I kind of actually want to save alpha for next week, um, yeah. because I think. A fun segment will be making a portfolio for 2023 with 100 soul. Um, oh, that'd be a blast, dog. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good one. Let's, we'll add it to our Christmas list of what we want on our portfolio. We'll, we'll go ahead and put it up on Twitter, too, and you can vote on who has the best portfolio. We're not going to look at each other's uh, when we do it, and we'll just announce it next Thursday. So next Thursday, we'll do a, like kind of a little Christmas episode, and I think that'll be a fun segment. So, oh, that'd um, be a blast. That being said, I really share most of the alpha. I know Wise Whales is minting today, and I do think that's one that will be on that should be on your radars. Um, I, I I think Wise Whales has really good answers to a lot of things, and they're not well known. So my goal is that they hopefully mint out today. They go below mint, just like we've seen across the board, and then I will pick up three. Apparently, you need three for their full access of tools. And um, yeah, I may mint one just to support the homies because wise whales do show up to a lot of spaces. But um, yeah, I think wise whales is the only thing that we haven't talked about today that I think is alpha and um, we'll probably do pretty well. Just look for it. You know, I, again, I'm looking to pick up below mint. That's really what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, let's go with you first door and then we'll kick it over to Joe. Uh, just I think scrap, man. I'm not like a big TA guy, clearly, but. Scrap just seems like the play right now. It's been hovering around between, what, like 38 to 45 cents for a good bit now. Uh, once pilots, we get that official confirmation, like pilots mints on this day, we're going to see a pump in Scrap. And I think we can do at least a 2x from here. And I plan on exiting at that point. So, like, around 80 cents. Of like, honestly, a dollar would be like, oh, like, that's the move for me. So, uh, that's the play that I'm looking at right now. Yep. That's, that's definitely fair. I like that take. Um, Joe, what you got for us? Yeah, I'm, I'm Dust and Scrap both have Catalyst coming up um, for sure. Utes, honestly, man, I think uh, once people realize that with like the reward points, you're going to get them. And if you want them up front and you want to be repaid back instantly, then you can lock up for 30 days. So say I want my 20,000 U points, but I want them back instantly. 
they'll say, cool, you got to lock it for 15 days. You lock it, you get them instantly back in your counter and you keep going. I do think if that falls into the 120s or 110s, I'll look to buy another one, truly, because I think the catalysts are there to run them. I'm I'm in the same boat, Joe. I sold my Ute. I sold my Ute at 145, and I I yeah, am looking at, to um, jump back in. I I looked at I had it listed for 166, and I'm so I I, I pulled it because I was like I think it can run a little bit more. It did run just a just a hair bit more, um, but that was pretty much a local top. I should have just trusted my gut. I did sell at 145. I'm fine with that, but I do think it goes. It pulls back a little bit. Then we 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 do another little uh nice little Santa rally. So I'm hoping over the next week or so it goes down to 110, 120. Who knows? We're seeing pullback across collections, but um, that's my hope. Doesn't mean it's going to go there. I don't know if it does, but I am interested in picking up around 110 to 120. Agreed. Fully. Agreed. Fully. And yeah, other than that, man, I really do think the Lily um, and Lo I mean, Lily's it just the art itself. And I really think that the the staking, I think that has a chance, you know, to be a pretty decent project here as well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree with that as well um okay let's talk i you know what actually one play i do want to give because i did honestly we have to be honest with this the new collection coming out in the new year right i'm serious yeah, you guys are sleeping look at the legendaries that are being produced like get you just have to really look through the lines on this one talk about sleeping undervalued valued builders that have been here for a year plus right a year plus is like 10 years dog in web two yeah you know, so like yep. I know we're biased, obviously, guys, but that, that looking past the biasy, like no, it's it's a solid play, truly. Low low entry cost, especially just for six sous, bro. You're not looking at a lot, and you get an entry into something that's going to be really cool and speculative. Like, yeah, so I, that's a play as well. And I'm not on the team, so I can say stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm technically I'm I'm in the team chat, but I'm not really I'm I'm not paid, guys. I'm not the, the, I'm not a paid member of said team. Just uh. I love the Sams and yeah, I do have a bag. So um, definitely agree with that. But Sush is the alpha on that. If you do want the new collection, the key is Sush. Um, we are, are we getting Dorian? Are we getting another yeah. Sush airdrop um, to Sam holders? Are we getting yeah. like more? So, yeah, man, it's going to be, I guess I'm still, yeah, we're going to, I can't, I don't know how many I can say. There's going to be some more airdrops. <laughs> so let okay. me say the exact cool. number. There's going to be some more airdrops before, uh, we have what's coming. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh, dude. I, I'm tired of I'm literally as we mention it. Um, I see three sush go off the board. I just want to look at price. Um, can you guys stop buying when we're mentioning it? Yeah, I, it happens all the time, though. I'm like, I don't think we're like doing this, but it's like I went even when we're talking about ovals on Tuesday, I was like, I was looking at them and I'm like seeing them disappear. I'm like, oh thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's our life. Thank you guys for front running us. I think that about does it for the show. Um, I did want to talk about art because I was making, you know, the shake out of post and I, I tweeted out like art. I think is great. We talked about Lily. I do think Lily is the best art on Solana. Um, I, well, PFP art, I should say PFP art because I think Klanosaurs are the best art on Solana as far as generative collections go. Um, and they're only going to get better because they'll add armor in and stuff, but pop heads, uh, Promise I'm not trying to pump my bags because I do have I do have a bag of them. I I just minted a ton because I was bored, um, which was not a smart play. Uh, but Popheads is so cheap right now, and this looks to me like just a, a time that man, I want more Popheads. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but they're 1.3 right now, um, which is nothing. I, I've I've seen way worse plays for 1.3. So 
I'm kind of interested in pop heads right now. If we're going to art and forgotten art and art that should be pumping right now, like critters and, and Lily's, you know, having a nice reversal and we're starting to see some of this other bubble goose, you know, coming back up. I think pop heads at 1.3 is like one of those plays that just feels almost riskless and, you know, knock on wood or anything like that, but I'm kind of thinking about adding to my bag. So I'll go ahead and add pop heads to the list. And that does it for our show. Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, Rare Flood Radio, we do appreciate it. Um, next week will be fun. We'll have some holiday uh, segments and specials. And going into 2023, we'll make sure that you are prepared. We'll have a short list of stuff that we think will perform very well over the year. So you can kind of see more like long-term plays um, besides just our short-term calls and everything like that. And yeah, we're just trying to prepare you for a 2023 so you can make uh, a nice bag. That's all we want for you. So Thank you guys so much for your support. Remember, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're also on YouTube, on the new channel, at Rare Fud Radio. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter as well, at Rare Fud Radio. And all of our uh, Twitter profiles are on our link tree. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you as always. We will see you next week on Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next episode of Rare Fud Radio. Peace, everybody.